And I love what Pastor Chris said. I love it so much. I love it more than 100%. Discover personally how the Word of God can affect and make a change in your life through the ministry of Pastor Chris Ross. Pastor Chris is the founder of Breakthrough Ministries International Church with multiple branches in South Africa and abroad. He is a healing evangelist for the Jesus the Answer Outreach Ministry, an outreach crusade bringing healing, deliverance and breakthrough to many people. Breakthrough Ministries International is a vibrant church with young, energetic people full of zeal and fire for the Lord. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast channel to receive new messages every week. Now, let's listen to Pastor Chris. So tonight, uh, in the last session, I want to help you a little bit um, and give you some gold nuggets that will help you to fight this illness of disloyalty that comes to all of us. Amen. If you were not here this morning, I would advise you to try and get uh, the tape or the YouTube. Is it on YouTube, guys? Facebook. Yeah, I was teaching on the general theme or the wider scope of what the devil tries to do and how we don't realize that it is Satan working behind the scenes. We, we, we only recognize Satan when we come to the end. You know, and the end is oftentimes with the devil is either destruction because he comes to steal, kill, destroy. So let's look at it. You, are, you have either lost something because he's stolen from you. You're either dead spiritually or even physically or you are destroyed. Then you will know this was Satan. Do you see? If, if it's the Lord, it, it, it promises to be a good ending. Amen. How many of you have watched the movie and you didn't like the ending? You know, I'm a James Bond fan. <laughs> and they gave me one movie now a few weeks ago of James Bond. I didn't like it at all. James Bond died in the movie. I mean, how can James Bond die? <laughs> I didn't like it at all. He was bombed in the movie. Who saw that movie? What's that name of that movie? Ah, he died in the bomb. I said, how can somebody make such a stupid movie? Huh? I mean, the end is not nice. But as uh, you don't know how I watch a movie. I watch till all the credits go up, you know. I don't like it in the, in the cinema when people get up and walk out while they the, the say who's the actor, who was keeping the torch, who was keeping the, building the scaffold. I want to see everybody that was working in this film. Because I know that many people are involved behind something great. Amen? It's not just one man. But as I was watching it and the, the credits came up, you see, most people were out, they were very angry because James Bond had died. And as the last credit came up, it says, 
James Bond will be back soon. I said, ah! Ah! At least now, something positive. Positive. I don't know how they're going to start the new movie. He must have dodged the bomb or something must have happened. Yeah, but it said, 007 will be back soon. Hmm. That's a better ending, isn't it? I wonder what people say when you're going to watch your movie. I wonder how your movie will end. The movie that is being made of you. There's currently a movie being made of you. Will it be a, 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 a sad ending? Or will it be a good ending? Will you hear these words? Well done, good and loyal, 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 faithful servant. Faithful servant. Ah? Huh? Or will you have regrets? Regrets. That scripture there, put it on 2 Corinthians 2 verse 11, please. Satan should not get an advantage over us. For we are not ignorant of his devices. Amen. What does the NLT say? So that Satan will not outsmart us. For we are familiar with his evil schemes. Now everybody listen to me very carefully today. I think a lot, you know. One of my problems is my brain works fast, too fast. So I think a lot. And I, and I wonder if the scripture is true. That we are not ignorant of the devil's devices. I wonder sometimes. It sounds nice, isn't it? We, greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Ah. <laughs> Resist the devil. He shall flee from you. Wow. We are not ignorant of the devil's devices. But I don't think it's, it's that easy to say that scripture. Because so many people fall prey to the devil's devices. So many people. When Basil was singing now, I looked at him. I think he's 70 something. What is your age B? 77. He's been faithfully serving God in the church of Jesus Christ. Helping many evangelists like Ati Prince. Uh, who did you sing for so many evangelists? Fandabile, uh, A.B. Fandabile. He did a lot of work there. Now he's with Nick, Pastor Nikki. Evangelist Nikki could see faithful. Every Sunday, and it's Andre Kuchi, Sunday mornings he's faithfully in the church. And I'm sure many times he, he, he felt like giving up. Because of, you know how Christians are, and especially if it's in colored churches, it's worse. But he, he continued to defeat the enemy by staying faithful. Jij is jong en je gezicht is nog strijd. Als die plooien komt, waar gaan ons jou vinden? 
Will you still be serving? Will you still be faithful? Look, they say, they tell me that teaching is immunization against disloyalty. Right? So that is why I'm doing this. I'm teaching it. But I teach it with a heavy heart because I actually, the best is to pray for you rather. To pray that the devil won't finish you off. Because I'm telling you, one of the worst sicknesses we get among the believers is unfaithfulness. People don't like the terms loyalty and disloyalty. I don't know why. It's, it's just because many are ignorant. But it's the same word. But I like to use the word faithfulness just to come to your level. It's a sickness, you know. It's a sickness of human nature. So it's easy for Satan to work on that thing. Because it is how you are generally. Isn't it? It's very hard to be faithful. Ask any man who, who gets married. He says he's going to be faithful to you only. <laughs> but when he sees another woman, hey Charlie, certain chemical factors start to work. Then, then he has to he has to control himself. It's not like just natural. Something draws him, and sometimes he doesn't commit a, a, a mistake because God is gracious. If the woman smiles back at him, if she winks at him. What you don't know, some, 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 some woman are strange woman. You see, Solomon was warning his son, be careful you don't meet a strange woman. If you meet a good woman, you can still survive her beauty. But a strange woman will lure you like a piece of bread. Yeah. She don't have to say much. She just makes eye contact. These things are too deep for you. I, I, I don't want to push on. She said nothing. It could almost look like she did nothing. But behind the look, there's a force. Because you looked and then you looked away. 
But when you looked again, she was also looking. So now you tell yourself, control yourself. You're a married man. And you promise your wife that you'll stay faithful. Some men can do that by God's grace. Most men can't. Because it's, it's natural. I'm trying to explain something to you. Just stay with me. Stay with me. If you stay with me, I'll teach you very powerfully. Pastor Chris will nicely explain something to you. Now at that time your mind is not working super fast. But because <laughs> your emotions is controlling your mind. So if if but if you should have the ability to think super fast, you'll think this five minutes of pleasure is gonna be a hundred minutes of disaster at home. A lifetime of disaster, I should say. As my vrou my uitvin, as nacht for me. So you might have the ability and the power to resist this temptation. Are you with me? Because of the consequences that you're going to experience in the home. Aha. And they took a cake, Bruce, who remains a hat sin. Are you with me? So there are certain things that help you not to be unfaithful in such an example that I gave you now. Because what is going to happen after? But here's the problem when it comes to the church. You don't think that you will have dire consequences after your unfaithfulness to the house of God. You, you see it as normal. That I've, I, I, it's, it's like this. Look, look, to be honest, look, let's be honest with one another. Uh, no marriage is always like full of roses. Is it true? Unless you just married for three weeks. Alright? I'm helping the young people now, okay? So, so let, me, let, me, let me stand in front so you see. So the marriage is not always nice. There are times when the marriage is in conflict. You can do what you want to. You can't escape the word of God. Your wife can look like uh, ice cream. With cherries. And a flake on top. Sometimes she becomes to you like a pineapple. That is why your mind sometimes tells you Kaneki ma by the ane yena Vatisu grof asiman Do you understand English, uh, Afrikaans? Uh, what I'm saying is that 
in the marriage you get conflict you know you didn't think it would be like that but it's 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 human nature is because we are we are all fallen creatures yeah marriage is like two cars going down a highway the one skit the piston and the other one skit the gasket so you don't drive straight you're driving like this remember your wife is not an angel she only look like an angel with a white dress no 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 just like you have many mistakes your wife is also a human being with many mistakes so it's natural sometimes to think there is no moog van die pineapple ek soek nog ice cream i look i'm looking for ice cream are you interpreting for him do you understand what i'm saying yeah so sometimes the marriage is not nice and then your mind can sometimes say i want something better but but if you are at least and most people make that mistake they fall for this thing they think it's better than it's just another of the same kind yeah that ice cream you saw is also a pineapple is how they are they can't help it brothers these ladies can't help it some of you that are in my church you have it a bit easier because i'm i'm helping the ladies to behave well but most pastors don't talk to ladies ladies can behave very bad oh yeah they want to take over the the authority in the house i'm coming back to my point but i just made a u turn yeah hala fat u and then if things fall apart then they blame the husband they will never blame themselves for the chaos that they cause uit my alleen gelos paaster met die kinders hy is weg paaster my god ek sal ookie daak aan gebly het even i could not have stayed there now when these forces are working against you you say by god's grace many of the men or few men can stand and say no i'm not my father you know i really admired my father my father had a very difficult life with my mother because of a mental problem my mother had a mental problem and even i was a boy and i looked at my father and i thought this guy is a hero man because he never went after and my father was handsome like that's why i'm handsome if you knew my father was a handsome man and yet and yet style 
He grew up in the time of Elvis Presley and James Dean. You know James Dean? And he had black hair, he could swirl it to the back with brown cream. And he wore beauty sunglasses, dark sunglasses. Hey, I wish I could. So it could have been easy for him to, to have many women. Oh yes. And I as a boy I, I recognize that it I I wouldn't have even feel bad if he took another wife because he was it was really hard with my mother. It's not easy to 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 stay with the patient, the mental patient. Although some men here also stay with mental patients. <laughs> They're not as egg, but they have a bit of a bipolar. Bit of a bipolar. As I get a net cake, I can exhume a scene with one yellow bipolar. A cayala net to cake, I see a yellow bipolar. <laughs> so it becomes a, but I admired him because he, he stood he, he never he, he looked after took her to hospital gave us food seven children he was a hero so if my wife misbehaves the few times that she did I always think of my father I say for myself they have next year but your party That's why children need a good example, like a man. You know? Yalla mummies moet die man wegzagen. Die kinder zit om nodig daar nie is. Then I stand. And I say, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna break up something for something silly and stupid. I have a bit of understanding that I don't have to understand my wife. I must just dwell with her. Do you see? But now in marriage, you can conquer this thing. But what happens in the church? Why Satan wins this war in the church? Because nobody ever told us that it is, it is probably not to your advantage to be jumping from church to church. Are you with me? Because you want faithfulness in your marriage, but you don't give faithfulness to the church. You want it, but you don't give it. I mean, every man doesn't want his wife to be unfaithful, nor does the woman here want their husbands to be unfaithful. But it has, it has become so easy to do it in the house of God because there's, there's nothing that makes you think of the consequences. Are you understanding where I'm taking you? Yeah, you don't think far. You think it's all right. There's most another church I can go to. That's how your mind works. This must be enough to kick. This is enough to pass. That's why the Bible even uses the word marriage when it talks about you and the church. When he explains the faithfulness of Jesus, he says, I speak of Christ. You see, when he talks about the wedding, he says, you must be faithful to your husbands, love your wives, as Christ loved the church. Then he says, wives, submit to your husbands, Ephesians 4. But at the end, he says, I was actually talking about the church. Because many of you are too unfaithful to the church. So I had to use a simple example of marriage. 
But actually, I'm talking about the church. That we must make a commitment to God. I will follow you till death will part me. Oh, yes. Not, not here for a few minutes with a gear while the wife looks like ice cream. And when bitterness come, when offenses come, when the pineapple come, now will it my goodies fat and look. So evil And that marriage to the church doesn't last. That is why. Sit down quickly. Let me, let me talk to the others. You can stand just now. The reason why the people stand, if you are here for the first time, put Ezekiel, as a 2 verse 2. I'll show you why people stand so you also understand. Then you can also stand if you understand, if the scripture comes into you. The spirit entered me when he spoke to me. I'm speaking to them, so the spirit is entering them. And what, does, what happens to them? He set me upon my feet. So stand, Virgie. This is to be set on your feet. That is to be set on your buttock. This is to be set on your feet. So when the spirit enters him and he feels the revelation, that is why he stands. I am explaining to you that everything we do, we do publicly here in the church. Mm -hmm. And then we also shout sometimes when we get the revelation. Because the Bible says, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. It's not an accident noise. It's not... It's a joyful noise. Then when I read further, it says, Shout to the Lord with gladness. So loyalty, listen. This loyalty actually, it is a sickness that comes very easy to all of us. Yeah, I was trying to equate it. I told you I think deep. So I thought, what sickness is common to all men? You know? I don't know if the common cold, a flu. I don't know what viruses. I know when we are small, we have, who's nurses here? Where's the doctors? Uh, Maria, what, what, what would be common, what, what sickness does every person get? Like that they go to, with baby, they must get injections for what? Is, is it yellow? Not yellow. Huh? Huh? Viruses. So like what? What virus? Flu virus. Flu virus. It's common. It's, it's, does everybody get? Yeah. yeah. I know when we were babies, we went for these inoculations. I don't know. What was it? Measles. Measles. Is measles common to everyone? And chicken pox. And chicken pox. Yeah. Every everybody child gets it. Uh-huh. Mm. Yeah. So that, this sickness is like a common. It's not like some get it and some. Everybody gets it. Do you see? Everybody gets it. And, and what we're trying to do here is to inject you. Spiritually inject you so that you can survive it. But I'm, I'm really sad to say that we don't have a great success rate. Pastor Gala, I'm telling you. Look, I'm a teacher of this subject for many years. And through my teaching, I, 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 I'm amazed how the devil can, can blind the minds of people. I'm amazed. As Ambos would say, Yara, man, I can't feel what she is, and she is she fall, but she can not always And you see, even if God gives us, a, I have a teaching gift, so I can break something down 
so that even babies can understand it. I can teach highfalutin stuff. Yeah, because I, I'm educated. But I don't believe that's my calling. My calling is to explain things so that people can understand it. That's why I use simple examples of marriage. And, but I'm actually wanting to teach to you about being faithful to God, to the house of God, and to the, to the shepherd that God put over you. You see, the Lord Jesus is building His church. Let's understand that first. He made it clear. He said, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail again. What does Satan do? He does everything opposite of what God does. Because he's an enemy of God. Alright? So if, he, if Jesus is building, then Satan is breaking down. Do you see? So whatever uh, altercation or whatever controversy you are involved in in the church, you need to ask yourself the question, has this built this church or is it breaking it down? Yeah. So as soon as you leave a church, ask yourself, did it now build that church or did this thing break it? You won't ask that because you see this, what was it, measles? What did you say? What is that kampok? Is, huh? The chicken pox you got. It has affected you. Yeah. The sickness has affected you. Look, I've been injecting people over a long time. I can even see some churches are not growing at the rate they should grow. Oh, yes. They are not growing because I'm teaching, 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 teaching. And, 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 and because this is, a, this is a very, this is a venomous poison. You know, the devil actually don't like this conference. I prayed for all of you that you can come safe and go back home safe. Because the devil doesn't like this conference. Because this conference, it really hits him where he thought, where he thought this was a secret all, his, all the life. It was a trick he was using to defeat many people. But now the Lord has used a person like Bishop Dag, Gave him a revelation of one of the devil's tricks. There are many tricks, but this is one of his tricks. And so... The onslaught is very great against this. I once asked a friend of mine who is now a pastor in, uh, I think Sierra Leone, somewhere in West Africa. I said, why do people hate the loyalty teaching so much? He said to me, because it's anti-satanic. Yeah. Other teachings are not as bad against the devil. This thing exposes him too much. So he will come with a force to prevent you from teaching him. He will even make you... So, so what he will do like... I'm, I'm sure he will, he will make people say... These people who teach loyalty... They are cults. You see? So it scares the listener from... Ooh, I mustn't go there. <laughs> these people who tell people to be faithful and loyal... They just want people to, 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 to lift them up... And, and they want to be praised. These are the type of lies he spins in your cup. But he, you see, when we look at the end of your movie, as Now, when I used to watch movies, my father, you know, my father was my hero. So he, he, he was a man for westerns. That I see the children don't watch westerns anymore. Amadilla's 
Kijk, kijk, jy moet karatis kijk, man. But in the, if you know westerns, no? the movie always ends where the hero rides away with his horse into the sunset. Amalas do it in the town, but 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 for the devil of us, everyone that's from the devil is dead, and then he's on his horse and he rides away into the sunset. And when he's over the hill, then the words come up behind the mountain. Aye! But I'm not going to stop, although I am sometimes despondent because it looks like, am I winning this war? You see, brother, I look at you now, you look at me. My question is, I will be here if I don't die before my time. I will be here five years from now. The question is, will you? I come from the western Zandra, brother. I'm going to ride my horse into the sunset. I might ride with a bullet in my back, but I'll be riding. Because a man, man. But my man can stand. But today's people are problematic. You know, most of the women that leave my church are taken away by, by stupid men. I've had wonderful ladies serving in the church. You know? Wonderful. I could see, I could see a future for them, Pastor. Now this, they bring their husbands. Now their husbands are here for a while. Then the husbands also say, You can look so quiet because the ladies are, 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 are impressed with me as, as a pastor, as, a, as, as an example. So now the husbands say, Is so quiet as they mark him? Now, now the devil tells him to find fault in the teaching. Teaching. I said to him, look, they don't teach from the Bible. They teach from Bishop Dagg's books. I, I don't think he even have to, to blind you. You just use your own stupidity. That's why my favorite book, of all the books, you know, Bishop wrote 12 books on loyalty. Yeah, Bishop Doug. But my favorite of them all is this one. The top ones, I said. Yeah, thank you. Those who are ignorant. Do you know what ignorant means? You have no knowledge of. Uh -huh. Like, for example, I am also ignorant of aeroplane engines. I don't know So many people are ignorant concerning the tricks of the devil. Uh -huh. Now you think, is this something that happened? No. See Satan. See him. See him working. Fight against it. Because he is devising your destruction. Are you listening to me? You might not see it now. But when the movie edits come up, the credits, it's not a good movie. You die in the movie. You are executed. Some movies have a nice turnaround like the prodigal son in Luke 15. He was almost finished. But just at the end. 
He said, I, I have sinned against my father and against heaven. I left when I should not have left. I'm going to go back. That's a wonderful movie, isn't it? Then the father stands by the gate and the sun is coming, uh, sun is setting. And behind the sunset, he sees a, f- a black figure of a young boy coming. He says, this looks like the way he walks. That's like my, that's like my, my son used to walk like that. Isn't that my son coming home? And then the Bible says, as he came closer, the father ran to him, threw his arms around his neck and kissed him. And said to the servants, bring the finest clothes. Take off this Mr. Price, buy one, get one free t-shirt. Put on him a very nice, what is a brand name here guys? Put on him Piacadin. Huh? Is it brand? Pringle. Polo. Lacoste. He said, finest rope. Finest rope. Put it on him. Bring the fetid calf. Prepare for bride. This movie is ending well. Because my son that was lost has now been found. He he believed the lie of the devil that he had to leave the place of his blessing and his inheritance. And whilst he was going, it didn't work well with him. But unlike most people, he had the tenacity, the temerity, the audacity to say, I'm going back. I'm going to humble myself and say, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against earth. Actually, Father, I was very stupid. I was ignorant concerning what happens to people who step out of line and out of order. Amen. But I want to leave you with something that you can take home, okay? That's always very important. So I'm going to give you a few nuggets and principles or laws of loyalty that you must now practice in your church. Are you still here? That will help your pastor, help the church. Look, I told you Jesus is building and the devil is breaking. Uh huh. And also, uh, I say this to my church a lot, Jesus gathers people, isn't it? The devil scatters. So, whatever confrontation you might have with the church, if it's not to gather, then it's to scatter. There was once when the disciples ran to him and said, Lord, those other guys are preaching also in your name. Nochal, in your name. Must we shut them down? He said, no, 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 no. Let them preach. Let them preach. He said, he is, then he said to them, he, he who is with me gathers. Hallelujah. And he who is against me, he scatters. So whatever reason in heaven or on on earth you might have for not being part of the church anymore, you are part of the scatterers. You are part of the breaking down. Because the pastor was so happy to have you because the pastor had 12 members in his church. With you is 13. Hey, excited, isn't it? Now next week, he comes and he's praying for his 13. 
that they would become 15 or at least 16. Because he's also encouraged the people to bring more members. But then you decide not to come the next week. Because your auntie has her 80th birthday for the fourth time. So instead of 13, the pastor counts nine. Pastors, we must tell them how our heart feels. That's why Jesus said, except to the Apostle Paul, right? He says, you are like a build, you are God's building. You are the building blocks in God's house. Are you with me? And we are about to build our offices here at the back now. We're starting this week. And we, we, we're not going to build with a small brick. We're building with a 140 block. You know? So, so if you lay a few of them, you should see a sizable uh, wall coming up. Wow. So the next day, you come back tired but excited because you're going to lay on top of those bricks that you laid yesterday. And the wall will be higher. Imagine the sadness if I come and that 12 bricks I laid the day before is now only 9. Yay! Who broke down my wall? Who's scattering? Who's breaking down? The devil breaks down. And it's not that we want many people in the church to make us look good. No. This is the place of safety. This is what, what the Bible calls the haven of rest. Amen. This is where God meets you. This is where you are fed the holy word of God. Where you are washed with the waters of the word. This is the place of your growth. The place of your enrichment. The place of your enlargement. The more you stay out of the house of God the more you become spiritually malnourished. You can't stand on your own. You cannot. You must be part of the family of God. You must be part of the building of the church, not the breaking down of the church. You must be part of the gathering of the church, not the scattering of the church. Turn to your neighbor and ask us, are you a gatherer or a scatterer? Now listen, if there's any evil in you, don't, don't be offended by my, my teaching might offend people because the word of God offends. I'm not here to smooth you. There are churches where you can go with the, where preachers soothe your itching ears. Not here. If you have bad manners, no? as they say, listen for me, mooi, I got now for the English mensen, ja, I will go for you, ja. As they say, ek vat die nonsense hier. Ek is maar net so, pastor. Sy sê maar net so nie, die duivel het jou so gemaakt. Die duivel het jou onbeskof gemaakt. Die duivel het jou trots gemaakt. Die duivel het gemaakt, dat niemand jou kan vertel nie. Jou man is onder jou uit. Die hond en die kat het ook al geloop. Nou wil sy onder die, dan word die paas toe ook vir jou los. 
You see, because what it is, let me tell the English people what I said. What it is, you, you, you see this as natural. I'm, I was trying to explain human nature and why it's hard for you. You can conquer not leaving your wife, but it's easier to leave the church because you don't see the consequences ahead. Do you see? And sometimes you think this is your nature. You don't take nonsense and you are a very upright woman. And if the pastor is not preaching right, you, you can go to another church. You don't see Satan behind these things. You don't see that your manners has been infected, affected by Satan. Because you're supposed to be a very humble, submissive person, isn't it? Where does your hardness come from? You're not an angel. You should be soft like a pillow, but you're hard like a rock. Jesus said to Peter, he must be like a rock, but you lady, you must be like a pillow. Soft. Submissive. Take instruction. Besides instruction, take rebuke. How many of you can take a rebuke and still stay in church? The pastors who bang on for you, the pastor, the pastor is so afraid to, to rebuke you. I must not save on your Arab and not save on. Says no way. But you don't know that your blessing is connected to a certain place. Your blessing is connected to certain people in life and certain places in life. Please understand it. Huh? And, and, and if the devil makes you angry against certain corrections, you must resist him. I'm giving you light now through the word of God. I'm giving you light so that you understand. I don't, I'm, I'm not benefit. I'm not benefiting by rebuking you. You are benefiting by my rebuke. Do you understand? Do you understand? Yes. So the devil has succeeded to break down many churches. That's why we find uh, there are not many big churches around. I mean, really now. I can give you a bicycle and drive through Delft if they don't rob you. Uh, uh, go through Delft and then you see if you see, see big charismatic Pentecostal churches. You, you won't find. You won't find. I'm telling you, say Gani Groot Keke Kreini. Now Fraze, who come pastor? When the devil break Keke af. Fasani, I vali e Keke mut Groot Raki. Say, say, pastor, who do it? I make for you quiet. And I make for you lay. Say, 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 slap to every ogen. When I say no, so much, I smug. Want sy het gister aan heel aangepaardie tot 2 o'clock die ochtend. You, you won't think, you won't think tomorrow is church, alright? So what we do now, we develop a culture here at Breakthrough. There's nothing like coming home 2 o'clock in the morning. No, because... Tomorrow is our main day. Sunday is coming. We're getting excited for Sunday. Yeah, because Sunday is church. If you are tired on a Saturday mo on Sunday morning, it must only be because you were preparing in the church here, yeah? or you were praying till 2 o'clock in the morning. You can be exhausted, but you will be anointed.
Now there's a difference. There's a difference by being exhausted and tired, but full of the flesh. It's different than being anointed, uh, exhausted and anointed. I was reading Bishop Ntefo's book on church growth. One of the best books I ever read, I'm telling you. I don't even want it to get up. I have it with me. He said that they pray in the night, Pastor Charlie, from 8 o'clock till 2 o'clock in the morning. All their church workers, they pray in the night. Then they go home to sleep for a few minutes. Then they are back at 7 to prepare for the service. Then he asked, he asked the question, are we not tired? Are we not exhausted? He said, yes, we have a slogan, exhausted but anointed. This morning, I was looking at some of my worshippers here, and I told one of my pastors, these people must pray in the night. I'm going to let them pray one night, whole night, and stay here. So when we come to church, they are waiting for us. They've been praying all night from 12 o'clock to 8 o'clock. Hey! Can you imagine the power? The power! The power! The power! Can you imagine the power? My son is in, is in Ghana. He's just here for a short break. He's going... Wednesday back with Bishop Dag on the, on the Healing Jesus tour. He said, where's Loli? Where's Loli? Loli. He said, the film stars, the film stars, they have all night prayer. Not the pastors, not, not the intercessors, those who's going to do a small drama for five minutes on the stage. They pray through the night. Is that right, Jason? 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. Then they quickly go home to wash their faces. They can get an hour or two sleep. They must be back in the church by 11. Friday to Saturday. Then they go sleep on Saturday. So can you imagine if they're acting here after seven hours of intercession? Oeere die kracht van God. Die kracht van God. I, I want to see you. I'm coming down again. You see, listen, listen. That's why I say I'm walking and teaching loyalty very circumspectly because there are depths that we haven't entered, man. And when I when I, I've sent him. What's the right word? Uh, purposefully. I have an intention why I send him. To find out where does the great strength lies. In a certain sense it's like Delilah. I'm sending him Delilah. Find out where Samson's great strength lies. Why does the churches grow so big? Why does members not just leave easily? He said, Daddy... Prayer and intercession. Listen. Not, not, not people like myself and Pastor Evangelist Basil. That's going close to Sasa line. Youngsters like you. Young people, 16, 17, 18 years old. A night in prayer. 
Not in the mall, in the discotheque, in the nightclub. Then you want to come to church? You a scatterer, you not a builder. Now in Cape Town, we couldn't speak like this because it's like, you are, as Pastor Charlie spoke yesterday powerfully about extremism. You call us extreme. Waar kan een mens so lang kijk ook? Waar kan een mens so baie bid? Jullie is afvallig jylle wat vir my kijk op Facebook man. Jylle wat in die Heere dien nie man. Die ou punks is, die ou baas jopa, die ou punks is het gesê, ek wil by die Heere vergader. Daar was sy kragas man. You know some of the old Pentecostals, they, they, they don't have the modernism that we have and the, some of the intelligence and the education that we have. But in their simplicity, they knew that they must be close to God. And they prayed all night. Nacht van gebed. Met groot bibels. Maar Godse kracht was daar. God's power was with them. And, they, and many of them stayed faithful to their churches. Now, Listen, they never had teachings on loyalty. But they stayed for 20, 30 years till the coffins went down. Why? How did they get it right? They substituted the teaching for intercession and prayer. Because you see, demons can't get close to you in the, in the atmosphere of intercession and prayer. Because we are making warfare, isn't it? We are binding devils. We are, we, are, we are blocking demonic attacks. We are calling down angelic intervention and reinforcement. Yeah. We curse the devil's works. We bind it, we block it. We intercept it, we intercept it, we intercept it. Hey! Every arrow shot by Satan to cause me to be disloyal. Every arrow that tells me I must leave my pastor, I intercept it, I intercept it, I intercept it. Do you know why some people can easily become disloyal? They sit on Facebook and on TikTok. Till three o'clock in the morning. I'm telling you the truth. Then some idiot there from India tells them something stupid about church. They don't know this man. They've never met him. They saw him no all on TikTok. Then they allow that arrow to enter their brain. Now they come sit in church and they remember that guy said, a pastor who tells you to be loyal, he's a bad pastor. He wants to mislead you. Uh, and the enemy has now entered poison into your mind. And you're thinking of, I must get away here. I must find out what other. But if you were in the intercessor, if you were in the house of intercession, you see, there would be not an arrow like that coming to you. Maybe some other arrow came to you. But because of your power in, in, in prayer, you can block it, you can intercept it. Yes. You can block it and you can intercept it. You can cast down the imagination. Cast it down, cast it down, cast it down. 
I, I, I am not satisfied until I have groups of intercessors. Not, not, not waiting for me, where, where you say, Pastor Chris, we're going to use the venue from Friday night to Saturday morning. Who are you? We are just the asses, Pastor. But we want to pray all night to bind demonic powers that breaks the church down. We are going to intercept entities, arrows, spears of the devil. Yeah. Everything that was sent to cause harm, disunity, this confusion and disloyalty, we're coming to make warfare in the spirit. Then you see when I stand up, when I stand up to preach, the atmosphere is cleansed. The atmosphere is cleansed by power. Hmm? Demons, uh, I'm not even talking to them, but they start, they can't, they can't sit still because the, the atmosphere is charged. That's what happened when Jesus preached while he was walking in the synagogue. A man shouted up, you Jesus of Nazareth, what have we to do with you now? The man was a church goer like you, but he had a demon in him. The demon recognizes the Son of God because the house of God must be called the house of prayer. The house of prayer. And it's coming, it's happening soon here at BMI. And I want to encourage you, pastors, to make it happen too. We now have an atmosphere prayer every Wednesday from 10 till 3. Just press, just press, just press. Then Saturday morning, 3 hours, 6 to 9. Yeah. And I want more. But I want leaders to arise. I want Gideons to arise. Esthers to arise. Deborahs to arise. Look, don't wait for me, man. The church is just, it's not just about me. I'm just one of many of God's servants. The opportunity is there for you to rise and become a hero and a heroine for God in the house of God. The doors are open 24-7. This is the tabernacle. This is the sanctuary of God. This is where you must be found. As omdat zij so baie met ander goed te doen het wat die duivel so makkelijk vir jou kan jou kop draai man. I tell you, people who become disloyal, they, first of all, they are not spiritual. They don't pray. What, what does it mean to be spiritual? To be prayerful. They don't pray. Who here they don't pray? That's why Satan can easily come to them because they are open targets. As you pray, you form a shield around you. You form a hedge around you, isn't it? Ah, the, the devil came to God and said, remove. I can't attack Job because there's a hedge around him. There's a hedge around him. That's a fear, as a, as, a, as a crunk van fear. I can't get to him. He prays and he intercedes. And then in the night, he prays for his children in case they cursed God. And God kept his children because of his intercession. He sent, uh, what? Spiritual ballistic missiles against the devil's devices in prayer and in intercession and I see you becoming such a powerful person listen 
When you start to pray, you will understand spiritual things better. You will know the enemy wants to break down the church. And you're going to be a builder of the church. Yes. Tell your neighbor, I'm going to be a builder of the church. And I will be a gatherer. Tell your neighbor, I will be a gatherer. Not a scatterer. Okay, sit down quickly. Sit down, sit down. Pastor, what can I do to help to build the church? Let me give you a few keys, all right. Do you want some keys? I get angry with the devil when I teach on disloyalty. Because I count my losses and I see how he works. But I'm giving you some very important truths. It's people that are not spiritual. Now, pastor, I don't like to pray. No, no normal human being likes to pray. I think some people think Pastor Chris wants to pray for five hours because he likes prayer. You make a mistake. It's like and he doesn't like to sleep. His wife says he can't sleep. So he gets up six o'clock. He's <laughs> five o'clock to be here at six. It's not true. If I can sleep, I will also sleep. If I can watch a movie, I'll also watch a movie. It's not that I, but I am I'm intentional. Say intentional. intentional. I do things intentional. Because I know if I don't pray, I have no power. If I don't pray, the devil will wreak havoc with the work we are doing. We are fighting a war. That's why this is a, war, a good warfare. And we're fighting an enemy. What does the enemy do? All the hard work of evangelism, doing an open air, doing a crusade, bringing the souls. The devil mark you so... We... Sometimes you must even sue, but ga jylle vanaan kom? Ga jylle kom, ons gaat te donut gee? My God, man! Ek moet jou heel tyd sê, van die donut en die juice, heel tyd die, want sy is die geestelikie, man! I keep, I, I must keep telling you, I'm gonna give you something to eat if you come, will you come to church? Can I? The things you've been doing outside of church has, has brought you to the mess you are in. Why don't you rather come sit here and stay out of the trouble that you find yourself in? This morning I was asking some of the new believers, come tonight, we've got a conference. We didn't let you come Friday, Saturday. Because uh, we didn't want to make you vomit of too much church because you're a newborn believer. But I, I thought, no, come in, come tonight. One sister looked away, say, well, cakey. She didn't say, but I can hear her say, Nay, God, man, in dinses must genoeg, man. In dinses must genoeg. force you to fall in love with Jesus. 
it must happen to you. You know, you must fall in love with Jesus. He gets sweeter and sweeter as the days go by. Oh, what a love between my Lord and I. And if you serve Him, you just fall in love with Him. I, I, I'm not here because you were coming. I love Jesus. Tell them how we get sweeter and sweeter as the days go by. Sing it for them. He gets sweeter. Hi. When I first fell in love with Jesus I gave him all of my heart I thought I couldn't love him more And I gave right from the start I look back over the mountains And valleys where I've been And it made me know that I love him so much more than I did then yes I keep on falling in love with him over and over over and over again I keep on falling in love with him he's so good to me over and over again the Lord get treated as the days go by oh I love you Jim the Lord and I I keep falling in love with him over and over, over and over again. Sing it. And there's a love I, I can hold on to, to his valley and its trials. There's a shoulder, and there's a shoulder I can, I lean, can upon lean upon when I face another mile. And there's a love, and there's a love I can depend I on. Depend upon it's fresh and new each day. why I say yes I keep on falling in love with him over and over over and over again I keep on falling in love with him he's so good to me over and over again the Lord gets sweeter and sweeter as the days go by oh I love you in the Lord and I I keep falling in love with him over and over over and over, over and over and over and over again. Listen, listen, listen. I let the Lord get sweeter. Let me say it one more time. I love the Lord get as the days go by, oh, I love between the Lord and I. Woo!
laughing over and over, over and over, over and over, over and over again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, take your seats. Take your seats. Take your seats. Take your seats quickly. Listen, my mother's favorite scripture, love not the world, love not the world, nor the things of the world. If any man loves the world, the love of the father is not in him. We, we buried my mother with a big poster of her face and the scripture over her picture. There it is, 1 John 2.15, love not the world. Don't, don't love parties, nice times. You can have a party in the church. Yes. Listen, listen. You can have a nice time in the church. Maskinas yini birani. Maskin is in um tasni. Madasa anavain. Echadasa anavain. Hini vain. Hallelujah. It's a new wine. It's a new wine. It's the wine of the Holy Ghost. I, I don't know what is nice in, in worldly parties. You sit with people who stink like smoke and dacha. You don't know where you lost your panty, in what car. How can that be nice? How can that be nice? You have a headache. You, 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 somebody gave you some drug to take. So tomorrow you need more drugs. Later you become a drug addict. You steal everything in the house. I told a, a, a lady who had a drug addiction. I said, Mama, it's all for coop. 
the TV because somebody told me drug addicts they sell stuff to keep smoking. Ik vraag vir die vrou, het, did die sell everything, the TV, the radio? Sy sê, het die hondhoek verkoop, pastor. Het die hondhoek verkoop. Maar zij zei, zij zei, you say you have a nice time. How can that be a nice time? You destroy your mother's house. The devil has gripped you and he has brought destruction to you. Because you first thought you're going after a nice time. Your mother says, play by the ice. Nee, mommy, we gaan niet fair. Zij lucht zo bij je. Zij lucht voor je ma. Ik is niet hier bij Jessica, zei hij. Zij zit bij Jessica niet. Zij zit bij Strandfontein op die beats. Met bieren. Zondag wil zij in die kerk staan. Johannes filmen. But if you if you if you truly fall in love with him and, and, we, and, and, and you start to do the things that God loves. David said to the Lord, He said, Oh God, you are my God. Early will I seek thee. My soul thirsts for thee. My flesh longeth for thee. In a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. I long to see your power and your glory. I don't want to see nice times and clapperties. I want to see your power and your glory as I have seen it in the sanctuary. My lips will praise thee. That's why I bless thee while I live. I will bless the Lord and give him glory. I don't want to be in a tavern, man. I don't want to be in a, in a nightclub. Never been there. And I don't want to be there. I want to be where God dwells. Among the praises of his people. And I want to see his glory come down. Pastor, I also want to feel what it's like to get drunk and lie down in the ditch. But I've got news for you. I put a blue carpet here so you can come lie down in this ditch over here. You, you say, Pastor, but what will you drink? The wine of the Holy Ghost. The wine of the Holy Ghost. The wine of the Holy Ghost. But when you get up here, your life is not destroyed. Your life is built up. Built up in the Holy Faith. Put up in the holy faith. Hallelujah.
What's the song I gave you? I will bless the Lord. I will bless the Lord. Lift your hands. And give him glory. Oh, I will bless the Lord and give him glory. One more time. I will bless the Lord. I will bless the Lord and give him, and give him glory.
Hallelujah, hallelujah. Clap for the Lord. Take your seats, take your seats, take your seats. You say, Pastor. Okay, Pastor. Okay, I'm going to be a builder of the church. I'm not going to be a breaker down. Pastor, I'm going to be a gatherer and not a wonderful. Now you ask me, Pastor, what must I do? Do you want to know? There are many things you can do to help to build the church. Alright? But one of the things I want to help you with is that you must be a loyal person in the church. What do loyal people do? Number one, loyal people, they tell the pastor of all the wrongdoings going on in the church. <laughs> oh, I'm going to tread on some toes now. You see, there are many wrong things going on that the pastor is not aware of. And this infiltrates the church and causes poison to spread. You, you know about it, but you didn't say anything. So you allow the church to become sick and more sick and more until the church must go to ICU. But if you had come early and say, Pastor, Jason in, in, in Ketterin, Hulle gaan bos toe met kaartboot pastor. Dan sing hulle nog op die steeds pastor. Look, don't be holier than thou, no? This sexual problem came from the Bible. In Corinthians, Paul told the people, you mustn't have sex if you're not married. It's not a new thing. This thing of you going to the bush with cardboard so that the thorns don't hurt you. Ah. It's something I, I had from Chestnut Place. I had from Chestnut Place. As you Chestnut Place, a man say, Alafata cardboard bosto. 1 Corinthians 5 verse 1. Listen to this. 1 Corinthians 5 verse 1. It is reported. What is it? Reported. In other words, somebody came to me and told me. You may not come say, Pastor. Die mensen vang verkeerde goed aan in die kerk. Dit is Paulus, nie nie ekkie. Paulus sê, it is reported commonly that there is fornication among you. Let's put it in the NLT. I said, lekkertjes, lekkertjes. Uh, I said, I can hardly believe. I can hardly, ja, ek kan nie gloe nie. In die Afrikaanse kan nie gloe nie. About the sexual immorality going on in Delft. I'm uh, sorry, in Cor Corinthians. Going on among you. Something that even the stove, something that the pagans don't even do. Kijk, die wereld is veel, maar die sisters in die kerk, in die, in die, in die mannekies, volgens die is nog veeler. I am told that the man in your church is living with sin with his stepmother. Now here's the key of the scripture that I want to focus on. It is not that the angel came to me in the night. 
or a revelation came to me while I was praying. Somebody came to tell me that there is a sin amongst you. That person is a loyal person. Now I can write a whole letter of Corinthians because of a very loyal person who came to tell me about the sin happening in the church. We can enjoy Corinthians because of a loyal person who came to tell Paul that the sexual immorality is bad. So bad that the brother is staying sleeping with his stepmother. Sometimes we make, ah, 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 ah. If I must tell you the stories amongst us, that's the Mickey Mouse good with the young Okay, we're not going to focus on the bad stuff, okay? But there are wrongdoers in every sphere of life. In businesses, in churches. People steal you. The South Africa is the capital of theft. From the president down, the people steal. Isn't it? So in the workplaces, it's like this. Look, I also worked. Uh, before I went to university. So I worked for Metco. Do you know Metco? Huh? Yeah. Then we worked in the store. I was looking for a castle. I was still at school. So they gave me a castle in the store. We must carry the boxes from the truck to the shelves. So they let me work in the ice cream section. You know what happened? This brother from, from Elsie's. I say, brother. You watch how they do eat icky ice cream. Then I said, my turn, I can tell you to eat any ice cream. Okay, I'm going to do this week, and I'm going to get money. Yeah. But when I open the ice cream bucket, I see now the man at Uli Hanna what he and the ice cream got drunk at man. I was just saying Hanna ni. But you know, you know how you steal the pens at your work where you work most of you, right? When you take the stuff that don't belong to you. Some people steal toilet paper here from the church. We put us a. You know why is there security in the toilet? To look after our toilet paper. Look what I'm trying to say to you that the whole world is corrupt and if there's not somebody loyal that is looking out for the boss's interest then the no company will make profit because everybody steals that's why we have load shedding that's why our trains are not working that's why everything is broken in this country because there's no loyalty in South Africa But there was a boy in the Bible who was very loyal to his father. His name was Joseph. The Bible says he came to tell his father all the wrongdoings of his brothers. And his father loved him because he came to tell his father what was happening in the church. And the Bible says the father made him a coat of many colors 
because he was the only loyal boy among the whole group. But I also want to warn you that the brothers hated him. Loyal people are hated by disloyal people. Why are you so loyal to Pastor Chris? Why do you tell Pastor everything? You know, one of the reasons why people don't want to tell you what they're doing, they are all doing something bad. So the one says, I blaze still and you blaze still. I don't tell of your wrongdoing, you don't tell of my wrongdoing. That's what happens here in this, in this area where I am. Yeah. Huh? Pimp. Pimp. Pimp for a pimp. I can not worry. I can not worry. A loyal person will keep his eye on everything. Pastor, how can I help my pastor? Keep your eye on everything in the church. Are you listening? Because the pastor can't be all. The pastor is not Jesus. The pastor is not the Holy Spirit. He can't be all over at the same time. Are you listening? So your eyes is very helpful for the pastor and for the health of the church. One way you can help to build the church is to be a loyal person that tells the pastor if you see something wrong. Say thank you, Pastor Chris. And when, when people know that you come to pastor with everything, they are careful not to do the wrong thing in front of you. Verstaan jylle wat so van ver afgekom het, van die Wellington af? Het ek nog gesê ek moet Engels praat van die mense van ander lande, verstaan? Maar wat ek vir jylle net wil sê is, jylle moet vir jylle pastor sê, as jylle weet van, goed is wat verkeerd is, wat die kerk een slechte naam gaan gee. Hulle gaan nie van jylle hou nie. Hulle gaan sê, jylle is pimpus. That's a worldly derogatory term. We call it loyalty. And when they say, hey, moet nie, hier kon sê, moet nie, sê gaat vir pastor sê. Moet nie voor haar. Moet nie nou die ensie opstikkie. Sê gaat vir pastor sê. Genesis 37 verse 2, look there. These are the generations of Joseph, Jacob. Joseph, 17 years old. Look at this loyal boy. 17 years old, feeding the flock with his brethren. Ah. And Joseph brought unto his father the evil report. Look at there. Okay. But Joseph, the last line, reported to his father some of the bad things his brothers were doing. You're becoming loyal, isn't it? Next me a vegetarian sinner. You know why? When people are, we are not, we are all sinners. We all do mis, mis, mistakes. Don't get me wrong. But what, what I'm always trying to be careful of, we can't minister with polluted spirits. When you are singing and preaching and doing stuff, you transfer your spirit onto the people. So when you are at that problem, you shouldn't be ministering. You must first be healed. Huh? 
because you're going to minister sexual perversion over the people. Singing is a powerful ministry. When the prophet Elijah had to testify, he said, first bring me somebody to sing so that the Holy Spirit can move. Yeah. It's from the singing. First bring me a minstrel. Otherwise it can't. When, 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 when Saul was, was oppressed by a demon, they brought a harp and David played the harp as the deer pants for the water brooks. And then the demon had to, to leave the king. That's the power of music. It can influence things. So if you have polluted, non-prayerful worshippers that come from way last night, these are why the demons make churches not grow and churches are broken down because they are infiltrating our system. Because you knew about it, but you never came to tell the pastor. Expose wrongdoers and you will receive a coat of many colors. Genesis 37 verse 3. Look at it, look at it. Joseph loved jo Jacob loved Joseph more than his other children. Now they say he was born to him in his old age. But also the previous verse tells you. He always came to tell his father. I think he loved him also because of his honesty and because of his loyalty. You shall be loved because of your loyalty. You will receive a coat of many colors. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And pastors, let me also help you. Appreciate those who are loyal to you. Value them who come to tell you about the other's wrongdoings. Make for them a coat of many colors. It doesn't matter what the others say about this pimper. You, man of God, protect the pimper. Because the pimper is being used. It's not a pimper, it's a loyal person to protect the church from breaking down. From the, from the poison from spreading in the church. Amen. Hallelujah. I have such people in my church. And I, and I warn others. Once they've told me about the things and I address it. I warn those who I've addressed. If you say anything bad to this person you're going to get me you're going to have a war and I am going to fight against you this person has all my backing all my protection hallelujah value someone who brings you a good report of what goes on behind your back huh People are very bad, I tell you. Because when I turn my back, I don't know what's going on. Huh? People can act in front of the pastor, isn't it? But once the pastor is gone, then all the filth come out. But once there's a loyal person there, he will come to tell me. I value my loyal people. Pastor, when you were gone, this is what happened. 
but we're teaching you how to behave. Amen? And if you don't know, I'm helping you now. If you withhold information, you are causing the church to go down. So even after this teaching, just tell Tashley you want to see me if you know something that you think I must know. Anybody in this front rows or in anywhere that's in leadership, come tell me. Don't hide it. Our church suffered many uh, bad ex- experiences because some people were doing bad things and others knew about it, but they never came to tell. Then the thing was far three years. One day, a, a brother he left the church. He was he had his own problem. Then he said, "As klom goed wat hier aangaan." As hulle mas loop a gooi hulle omsoe. As klom goed wat hier aangaan. Ek wil nie praat nie. In other words, they know about the things, but they haven't come to tell you. Solang jy goed wat aangaan nie, met jylle te doen het nie. You know? You, you can be surprised how that thing can destroy your church. Because when your church starts to reach a pinnacle of growth, kaboom, then the boom bust, as they say. The boom bust. And then you lose some of your best members. Especially if you, if you have a sexual predator amongst the girls here. There are some pastors and men that can be sexual predators. Hey! Because they, they have some power here because of some... Then, then they... They loop through the ladies. We must come quickly. Come quickly to expose these people. Otherwise the church will be a scandal. And, and, and everything behind the scenes, Satan is laughing. He's laughing because he don't want this church to grow. He doesn't want your churches to grow because of the things happening in the audience. Okay, let me give you two more points. Are you here? Are you going to start to report evil things? Yeah. The girl who did it was called Chloe. Her name is even here. 1 Corinthians 1.11. 1 Corinthians 1.11. Even her name is here. Your name is going to be written in the Bible, I tell you. Some members of Chloe's household have told me. Is he anonymous? Pastor, moet nie sê, ek het gesê nie, oor paas, paas, Pastor, bied is hulle met my pastor. No, Chloe family came to tell us. Hallelujah. Chloe's family. About your quarrels. My dear brothers and sisters. Are there any people quarreling here? Is there any Chloe's that can come tell us? You, it's funny how people, you know, look, 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 look. I love all my people. I, I don't have groups that I like more than others because it's, I'm the, the father of the church. But I'm also aware that besides me, there are other groupings and, and people that don't see eye to eye.
this one, don't like that one. This. They don't say it. You don't know it because you love everyone. This group is with that group and this. It's very dangerous. You are also scattering the church. You are breaking the church down. And to all my new people from Rosendal and the Hagen, we don't do that here. We love everybody. Amen. Don't form groupings in the church. It's very bad. And then in those groups, there will be one uh, 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 main cat that causes this problem. It's a main evil cat. Mainly a woman. Mainly a woman. Because men don't do such things much. It's women. They cause dissensions in the church. Paul Prince wrote a book about it. Stop it. Stop the dirty manners. It's because you're not spiritual. When we call for a prayer meeting, you don't come. But when the girls gather, you gather the groupie, the groupie, the groupie. You don't like this one girl, now you make your other friends up not to like the same girl. That's worldly things. This mustn't be here. But if you tell me, I'm going to make you a coat of many colors. No hiding things. In the church there is light, not darkness. Amen. The church must be healthy. And we are going to be healthy. Quickly another one, another one. Just one more. Is it time to close now? Yes, yes. Pastor Pat Roman, we will excuse you. You asked to be excused. You have another appointment. We understand. Number two, a murmurer is a disloyal person. Somebody just moaned now when I said, must I close? So when others said, go on, another one murmured. The Lord showed me now the person. The Lord showed me. It's somewhere this side, yes, somewhere here. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Forgiveness made easy. Forgiveness made easy. Forgiveness. Come, I tell you a secret. I'm going to close now. Now, okay, don't worry. Don't worry. There is a tech shop. Scrive your learnings. Examine more. Okay, 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 okay. okay. I was going to say something now, but you disrupt. You, you still stole my thought. Okay, this is what I was going to say. Look, let me tell you something honestly now. Huh? A lot of the things I'm teaching you, some of the things I also practice out of ignorance. Uh, like murmuring or maybe disagreeing. Or so. I also did it. I'm telling you, I didn't know better. Paul said the same thing when he, when he, when he persecuted the church. He, he wrote, he said, I did it, Lord, out of ignorance. I thought I was doing a right thing. You see? So when I, when I was taught the right ways of God, I realized I made mistakes. I should not have spoken against this pastor. I should not have said this about... I shouldn't murmur, you know. Like, why do they do this? Why do they do that? 
Why must the church go so long? Why must they take another offering? Why must they tell people to bring these seeds? I, I, uh, because of my ignorance. But the Lord had mercy on me. Like he had on the house of Onesiphorus. The Lord gave me mercy. That's why I'm helping you. Murmuring is satanic. Murmuring might look so innocent. No? It looks like it's not a big thing. But do you know who got very angry with murmurers? Jehovah. Jehovah got so angry with murmuring. It wasn't like smoking dacha or, or, or sex or that stuff that made him so angry. In the desert, the fact that he wanted to kill the whole Israel was this murmuring problem they had. They murmured against Moses. He gave them bread from heaven, remember? He gave them bread and they were murmuring. They didn't just want to eat bread. So he gave them quail. Like birds. Like Kentucky. Jav Kentucky. The black bird. They say, we want to go back to the meat pot of Egypt. You won't believe God got so angry. He told Moses, I'm going to kill them all. I didn't know that murmuring was such a big problem for God. But I'm warning you today, according to the Bible, murmuring is a big, big sin. And murmuring comes from Satan. Are you with me? What is it? It is when a person speaks about issues in undertones. You didn't come to me and say, Pastor, I wasn't happy that you went on so long. That's not murmuring. Murmuring is, Undertones. You don't say in front of the person, behind his back. May the Lord deliver you from murmuring. Amen. Why do they murmur? They murmur because they say, no, in this church, if you, if you ask questions, they say you're disloyal. That's the type of rubbish the people speak. No, be quiet. If you speak, your pastor's going to rebuke you. It's not true. I'm struggling to make you even ask questions, isn't it? I love you to ask questions, isn't it? I hate hidden mouse. People who just sit, sit, sit. You say nothing. It's not that you have nothing to say. The way you're looking at me, you're thinking something now, isn't it? You're just not saying it. Yes, you are thinking something, but you're not saying it. I prefer you rather say it than to look at me like this. Undertone, say undertone. Ask question. I will like you more if you ask question. Pastor, I don't understand this. Can you explain it to me? Okay, sit down. We talk. Amen. Numbers 14, 2. All the children of Israel murmured against Moses. 
NLT, 2 to 4, and then 11. NLT. Their voices rose in great chorus of protest against Moses and Aaron. If only we had died in Egypt or even here in the wilderness, they complained. Why is the Lord taking us to this country only to have us die in battle? Our wives and our little ones will be carried off as plunder. Wouldn't it be better for us to return to Egypt? Verse 11. And the Lord said, How long? Say, say how long? How long? How long will these people treat me with contempt? They will never believe me, even after the miraculous signs I have done amongst them. Yes. What is murmuring? Murmuring is a byproduct of fear. You're afraid now, you murmur. But the Bible is clear. Fear is, is torment. Perfect love casts out all fear. Those children were afraid of Moses because of the signs that he did. And they started to murmur. But you shouldn't be afraid of your pastor. Don't be afraid of your leader. Be open and honest with him. Amen? Because they couldn't go to him and ask him. They started to skinner and talk like this. You know what I like? You see, when the church is over, I'm always walking between the people. The children, when I come there, they all run and they hug me. And I think to myself, these children have no fear. They don't see me as someone that's going to scowl them or beat them. They just come in. Some with lollipops and sticky hands. They just... They, they feel that... They love me. And I realize that's the heart of a child. He's not talking behind my back. I'm sure they can't be talking behind my back to run to me like that with a sticky lollipop to hug me. So be careful that you don't have this amongst you. When, I, when, I, when we first started mixing with the people in Ghana, we saw the beauty of that thing. If you murmur, they make you quiet immediately. They don't allow under talking. If somebody comes from outside and talks against one of the leaders here, then, then you must have that mind. We don't do that here. We don't do that here. We don't do that here. That is going to make your church strong. Are you hearing me? No, we don't gossip here from, this is how the pastor wants it and we all agree with him. That's it. We like it like this. And we're going to have it here at BMI. Our service was a bit longer than a normal Cape Town church. Okay? I've tried to stop it, but I don't know. The Holy Spirit, is the, it's so nice here. So it's too nice. So when anybody, anybody comes, the new people come and say, Okay, you so long. You must say, Ah, it's pretty so here. It's lekker here. It's like a longer blij, I got a to connect so. Yeah. I see a scos by your easy. Wafel was a easy to gun. Play is so hard, I got misschien a fucking knickknacks carry after. Huh? Yeah, it's got my kleda. It's via dag hospital to with the miswon.
I'm going to just give you one more, okay? But if you're a leader, look out for those people that's always whispering. Groups, always standing groups. That's why I hate it. I, I break up groups quickly. If I see same sisters always meeting after church. And I say, what is this? What is this? What are you just talking? What are you talking, talking now? What are you talking? Huh? I said, I'm working. I'm working. Get to the job. Get to the job. Undertones. And you know when there's undertones, as soon as you come into the group, then the talking stops. Is that true, Morgan? And silence is like they, they weren't, they can't, they can't go on with the discussion. What were they saying? What were they talking? Every disloyal person will be destroyed because murmuring is like an evil spirit. And disloyalty manifests itself through murmuring. 1 Corinthians 10 verse 10. Don't murmur. 1 Corinthians 10 verse 10. And don't grumble as some of them did. And then they were destroyed by the angel of death. It's not that God wanted to kill them. God killed them. Moses prayed for them. So they were spared a few years. But none of them entered the promised land. It was the children who went in. And what was their mistake? It wasn't Daga. It wasn't Okape. They just, they just what? Their corpses lay in the wilderness. If there's some things God don't like, I don't know why God is like that. We, we allow it because it's common. There's another sister, when somebody knocks on the door, she always shouts, Kumbana Asevel Skinner. <laughs> yeah watch it leaders when people murmur they are normally talking about you and it's a cancer that doesn't go away get rid of the murmurers in your group amen This loyalty is the fruit of ignorance. Number three. Are you still here? Mark and uh, your, your wife see me after church. There's a lot of people that's queuing up to see the two of you. I forget because I, they might run away like they ran away this morning. So I must block them. What did I say? This loyalty is the fruit of ignorance. Look. It, it is these type of teachings that help you not to be disloyal. This type of trainings. And as my son said, we can't actually do it on a Sunday night. It is a camp. It seems to actually be a camp where we sit for hours, take a pee break, take a, take a wee-wee break, and then take some juice, and then we come back again. It's a, it's, it's, there's a lot you must learn. So I, I can't really do justice to the subject, but I'm just giving you a few nuggets, all right? It's because you don't know. You, I was like that. I thought I was doing the right thing. Like criticizing a pastor and then I learned this is not right. You must keep my mouth of all men of God. 
If any man of God is wrong, God will sort him out himself. Because I didn't appoint him, God appointed him. And if he appointed himself, then God will deal with him. It's not for me to come and this, 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 this. And even you, if you're in a church, you're not happy, leave quietly. Don't speak bad about the church. Go tell the pastor, thank you for everything you are going here. Please bless me. Don't say bad. Don't say that's a bad church. You were in that church for many years, so it wasn't bad. Now when you leave, you pee-pee in the water. So others can't drink. It's the fruit of ignorance. Yes. I hear you don't know things. You must Paul, Paul told Timothy, Timothy, you know my way of life. People were starting to murmur and skinner about Paul to Timothy. So Paul wrote him a letter and said, But do you know me? You see, what you must do, you must, you must think and go, you must do a historical analysis. Who is this pastor, Chris Ross? Uh, somebody says this about him, but let's check. Now he said, he said to Timothy, you know my way of... He said a few things to him. Come and tell you just quickly this. This is the last point and I'm closing, okay? He said... Uh, uh, the fruit of ignorance uh, Second Timothy 3 verse 10 He says you know my doctrine You know my teachings You know my manner of life You know my purpose You know some people say I'm a thief Even me I want to steal people's money I don't care because they said it of Jesus You know But, but some people are, are ignorant They don't think Really now, why will we come to Delphi if we want money? Huh? If you, if you know what I earn here, the children earn more than me that work at companies. Well, how can you say I'm a thief? <laughs> and they say other things. Teach false, this, this, this. They even say, I don't understand the scripture. Man, I did master's degree at UCT in religious studies. You just read one scripture. You want to tell me that I know nothing and then you're going to teach me right. So what do you want me to do? Must I close this church? Must I close it and come join your church? Sit there where you are by the Anglicans. I can play dominoes better than you can. What do you want me to do really now? You, 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 you're ignorant. Another word is actually stupid in another translation, but we don't want to use it here because you get offended easily. You stupid man, think about it. Look at me. Paul says, you know my doctrine. Huh? You, my manner of life, my purpose, my faith, my long-suffering, my charity, I gave to you. You're first free. A roll you couldn't buy from the coffee shop, I gave it to you. To eat you know granering up. That thing that was on your plate to make like a you know granering? 
You're not supposed to eat it up, but you even eat it up. My persecutions, my afflictions, which came to me, verse 11, at Antioch. How can you just believe any idiot who tells you, run away from pastor, he's a false. Paul had the same problem. Then he reminded Timothy to think back. Just as use your common sense, man. Say, don't you like it? Hij is een dief. Zet je mijn geel ook wel even aan jou stil. Ja, dat is geen eerst tiende. Zij is een schelm, maar ze zijn nogal een paas als een schelm. Jouw rover. So I tell you all, there's a lot of new people who joined our church. Don't just come here and say I want to be part. Study, the way of, study my way of life. Find out who am I, where do I come from. You know, sometimes when I must preach in another church, then... They change them my resume. Then sometimes after they read it, I think they, they, they shouldn't have done that. And as I'm bang young as a Studied this at this. Then I am, we put on there the universities because a lot of people call themselves doctors, but they got it in the newspaper, the Metro Burger. We tell them he's got honors degree in education from the University of the Western Cape. Then he has a master's in humanities from the University of Cape Town. He is the chairman and founder of the Association of Related Churches. He oversees many churches across South Africa. Yeah. And then he has a, built a mega church in Delphi. In Cape. So some of the people, ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. But here you come. International conference speaker. International board member of the Healing Jesus campaign. Hier komt zij. Heer, zij weet eens waar is die boek van Mooses. Zij heeft nou iets gelees. My father in the faith, Pastor Colin Lefoy, he gets very angry with colored people. Sorry to say. I know he has different nationalities. Because we were always working with the colors in the apartheid years. He says, The most gullible people is colored people. They believe every rubbish. They just like, they're standing by the bus stop, waiting for someone to take them for a ride. Tongue-speaking Pentecostals. When God saves you, He doesn't tell you, leave your brain by the door. Bring your brain inside, man. Check me liquor, man. Check me liquor. As the words of Lafoy, right? Check me liquor, man. Check me. Use your common sense. Is this a good man or not? You see, this is what breaks churches down. People suddenly decide, I'm going to leave because I wasn't happy. Think, think what you're doing. Think what you're doing. Where will you go? Pastor Charlie asked the people this morning, where will you find a better church than BMI? South of the Sahara. You might find it north of the Sahara, but not south of the Sahara. It's the fruit of ignorance. Huh? Was it his fault? Jesus even was crucified. So people would have said, ah, he was a thief. You see, he's a thief. He's been crucified. No, 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 you don't understand. You didn't look right. He was not a thief. He was falsely accused. So they put him on a cross between two thieves. They stripped him naked. 
And if you were a passerby, you say, yeah, it's right for you, diva. But you would have been pointing at the Son of God who did nothing wrong but love. For what do you want to stone me, he said. For what do you want to crucify me? What did I do to you? Disloyalty is the fruit of stupidity. Give us Barabbas! Crucify this one. All he did was good to the people. How Jesus of Nazareth went about doing good and healing all those that were oppressed of the devil. But even the priest of the day said, he has a demon. He does miracles by Beelzebub, Lord of the Flies. They accused him falsely. They didn't ask who raised Lazarus from the dead, who fed 5,000 people, who walked on the water, who made the blinded eyes to see, who healed the crippled man. It is Jesus. May the Lord help you and deliver you from disloyalty and, and wicked speaking. I'm finished. This is my short help for you. Don't murmur. Start to, start to ask God to give you understanding so that you don't criticize things you don't understand. One scripture says, I don't, lift my, I don't think of things too high for me. I, I just flow. I flow. May the Lord make you a church bolder and not a church caterer. May you, may you come to your pastor if you see things are not working. Yes. Yes. Loyalty today does not mean loyalty tomorrow. You see, I want to warn all those that have been with me for a while. We, we find it strange that people that have, can be with you, suddenly, it, it, I found it out, I did the research, it's when they become less spiritual. They don't pray, they don't get involved in the church work, that's, that's a target for the devil. So that is why we want all our new people to do something. Put a bib on and call yourself a yalpa, even if you're just picking up a paper. Do something because it, it is one of the things that keeps the devil away from you. If you're just coming to sit passively here with arms folded, you're a target for Satan. Yeah. And you can be very loyal today and tomorrow. Something can happen that hurts you so bad, you become disloyal. You can even say, Pastor, Pastor. I haven't seen him in a while. Satan has come for you. Fight to, fight to be loyal. Fight to stay loyal. Fight for it. Don't stay out of church. That is the first sign of your destruction. You are not here. You are absent. The most disloyal one of all was Judas. 
Do you know what the Bible says? Judas was not. There's a scripture that says, Judas was not there. When the disciples gathered, there was a time when they gathered. He was all the time on the outside making arrangements with the Roman soldiers to crucify Jesus. All of you that are not in the church regularly, you are the devil's target. You're going to fall first. I tell you, I warn you. And Judas was not there. He was not among them. He was not among them. Don't run away. Don't, don't, don't. Be here. Be regular. Receive the teachings. One day I taught a message on offense. Somebody didn't come that morning. Then the next Sunday, the person came and the person was offended. And then the person left the church. But if the person had only come the week before, she would have received the, the inoculation against offense. Yes, yeah, many of you, yeah, you have this thing. Come to church, skip a few. Come to church, skip a few. Attend, skip a few. Until 70, opas do it. Come via cake too. What other reasons do you give? Sasa. Ik ben mijn opa, mijn oma gestuurd het. Sasa toen. Listen. Stop that nonsense. Sundays is for church. Sundays is for church. We are building a people of power. And you are one of that people. You will have great power. And authority. In the kingdom of God. But don't skip. Bring your whole family, husband and wife. And you young girls, don't look for boyfriends outside the church. That's it's also the, the start of the end for you. Join a mega church like us and then there's enough boys waiting for girls. Our boys are waiting like wolves at the gate. Here Jesus. I've studied things that make people fall by the wayside, you see. So I see all these things. Many times it is a connection outside, unequally yoked. And then they are gone. Or, or, or they invite the boyfriend, then the boyfriend comes here, then he's, he, he's not been developed in our culture. Then he's now clever and says, I don't agree with that. You know what is right. But you so over this boy. Pastor, you can't reach him. Pastor, when is your heart to be smitten with him? Hey! Later, it's safe. I told a girl like that. I told her, leave this boy. Leave him. He's going to take you down. She never listened to me. And she went down. She was once uh, a firm believer. She said, Pastor, you are a man of God. Even in the beginning when the guy came, she said, no, I told him, I told him. I can't be with you because I'm loyal to my pastor. My pastor, you can't talk against our church. You can't. She, she had a little bit training. So she was almost like standing. But you see, the devil was waiting for her. I said, cut your ties with this boy. Cut it now. 
But she, when he knocks for, to come, she, she opens for him. Do you want some tea? It's like you, don't, you think there's no other boy that's going to come for you. There's many boys around. Don't and not long, she started now to believe the same things that he said. That we, I'm, a wrong, I'm a false teacher. I'm a wrong teacher. I take the people's money. She, she was loyal yesterday. But today she's not loyal anymore. So she agrees with the enemy and she says, that's why I warn you, loyalty today does not mean loyalty tomorrow. But it's still the same, Pastor Chris, eh? Still the same. Still the pastor of BMI. The vision has never changed. Mega chats. Many people. Will you be part of the mega vision? Don't forget, huh? Loyalty today does not mean loyalty tomorrow. Send to your feet, everybody. I gave you four nuggets. Four nuggets. Who can tell me what's the first one? Report. Report. Report bad things. Number two. Don't murmur. Don't murmur. Number three. Disloyalty is when you are stupid, isn't it? Disloyalty is for stupid people. You are ignorant. Yes. And lastly, loyalty today does not mean you will be loyal to me. You must fight for loyalty. One of the things you can do to fight loyalty, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Is to always sow a seed into the life of your pastor. I don't know what pastors are here. Uh, pastor from Mamasbury, come here. Go on to the stage. I want to make an example of you, if you don't mind. All right. Hello. I can just say club anani. I can just say bring for masat a monetary seat because you see the hand clap is nothing. I'm going to teach you something. You see. Every time you take a seat to the man of God. You see, once you have an investment somewhere, you, can't, you won't easily just leave. Dr. Cho said the lady wanted to leave his church, Yonki Cho, and he came. She said she's leaving. He said, what, what? She said somebody offended her, blah, blah, blah. He said, wait, 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 before you go, bring the tithe book. He brought the tithe book. She was a tither. Then he, he added up all the tithes he gave over the years. It was a lot of money she had given to the church. He said, look here. All the money you've invested here. Are you just going to leave? She said, show me again, Pastor. She said, no, no, no. Wait, Pastor. Wait, 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 wait. I withdraw the resignation. Because I've got too much investment here. Yeah, I'm not close to man. More a loss of you. 
Now you might not have much money. I don't know where those young teen, teenagers come from. But, but you will have money someday. I remember Pastor Stan's boy gave me a tenrand one day. He was still small. I still have the tenrand. I never used it. I, I just kept it as a symbol in my office. He wrote on there. What was his name? Yeah. And then he said, Pastor Stan's son. A tenrand. It meant more to me than the 3,000 rand some people gave me. I'm not talking about how much it's about how you value the man of God in the sense of I, I, I give you something. You see, you won't easily leave because you've invested. Yeah. It's like, but I need the money. We Look, we're not going to teach on giving now. You should know. Planting a seed into the servant of the Lord. It's like you want to give it to God actually, isn't it? But how do you post that ten rand to God? Where's the post office? You can't. You can't. And, and some of my pastors in front, they have found that secret. So oftentimes they'll bring me an envelope. My senior, senior pastors. Then they say, Pastor, it's just a, a thank you, a seed. They can't easily go. They've invested too much here in my life as the men of God. And they believe in it. So every pastor that's here and your people sow seeds. I'm not talking about your offerings you bring to the church. Once in a while, go to the pastor with something and an envelope and say, I want you to give you the seed. It, it will keep your connection very strong. Very strong. He won't even banish you if you don't do it. But for you, it will be a strong connection. Say, so now I want to give to God. How, how is it going to reach heaven? It will reach heaven through your pastor. He's the servant of the Lord. He's the servant of the Lord. You can go sit. Clap for pastor. Keith Green wrote a song. The Lord gave the song to me the other day. He just, I know it many years, but he quickened it again. He said to me, look at the song. He said he, he, he wrote God a love letter. And then he wanted to post it. But he didn't know what post office carries letters to heaven. So he said, I just put it in the Bible. This love letter. So when they opened the letter, he died when he was 21. In a plane crash. God took him home. I think he loved God too much. God takes people home that loves him too much. And when they opened the letter, it was the words of the song, Lord, you're beautiful. Your face is all I see. And when your eyes are on this child, your grace, your, your, your favor, abounds to me. He wrote, he said, Lord, I want to take your love and spread it all around. But first, help me to love it, Lord. It was a prayer. Remember I told you, if you, if you 
if you sing, you pray twice. He said, I want to preach to everybody, but let me first love it, Lord. And if I'm doing well, if people say, oh, Pastor Chris, you are doing really well. Wow. Lord, help me not to make a sound, but to give all the glory. But he said, Lord, you're beautiful. You're so beautiful. Your face is all I ever see. Lift your hands. Lord, you're beautiful. Your face is all I see. Oh, yes. tell you something ask the Lord to make your heart soft so some of your hearts can be hard you see it's like callous like the foot at the bottom the heels can be hard and then the seed can't fall in there you know as I'm preaching and teaching some people are not receiving because your heart your heart is too hard Keith Green said, Lord, make my heart soft. So that when, when, when the seed falls, it can fall on my soft heart. Some churches are not growing. They are diminishing because of the members having hard hearts. I'm telling you. They don't receive anything. They just have their times and their private lives and and, and then they finish and you must, they must go. You can't, your heart, you, 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 you don't understand. And oh, my friends, I can't take you to the waters, but I can't make you drink it. Now you have an encounter with God. And I think Pastor Chris Ross shared very well he explained the message very well so i think i'm going to ask him to share every day you know the archbishop brought the prophet and i'm also bringing you <laughs> so you, you you explain the the word very nicely to all of us amen Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages of Pastor Chris, tune in to Chris Ross Ministries podcast. Remember, faith cometh by hearing.